This episode brought to you by Own the Gray Podcast. Discover how others age with attitude at ownthegray.ca. The best conversations happen when we're having lunch with our friends, especially when one is a healer. Pull up a chair and join us to expand your knowledge and open your mind. Welcome. Today's topic is all about compassion, compassion for others and self-compassion. I think we should start with the definition of compassion, to recognize the suffering of another with the desire to alleviate it. In fact, I think people don't realize that in order to truly be compassionate to others, you have to be compassionate to yourself. A lot of us suffer with our negative thoughts and beliefs And we put ourselves in a self-imposed prison of negativity without realizing that it's okay to be human and make mistakes. Uh, These are human frailties. Until we learn to be compassionate to our human frailties, I don't know that we can be authentically compassionate to others. What do you ladies think? I agree, Susan. I think that in order to be compassionate, you need to really look within yourself and understand yourself and love yourself. On the other hand, I often find for myself when I struggle with negativity in our ego that the more compassion I give to someone else, the more that I understand myself as a person. When you really sit down and you look at somebody in the eyes and listen to them and really open up your heart to them, That is when you truly, you know, have the compassion for what they're going through. I know that we all live very busy lives and even with our own children, you know, when they come to us with their own struggles and what have you, sometimes it's so easy to say, oh, I know, and it's going to be okay. But if you really just sit back and listen to someone and truly open up your heart, that's true compassion. I I agree. And I think you said something really important that I hope people don't miss. And that is that you have to open your heart. It's my observation that people are afraid to open their heart. They're afraid to expose vulnerabilities within themselves. And therefore, they only expose a part of them to uh, the world around them. And without doing that, It's not authentic. What you give to someone, if you truly don't open your heart, you're listening, but you're not feeling. And I think the emotion is really important. Absolutely. When you are truly listening to someone, just by that conversation and that interaction with them, you can feel the actual warmth and the energy between the two of you when you're having that conversation. You know the difference between oh, I feel so bad about what you're going through and there's no real depth through it uh, compared to when you actually listen to someone and embrace what they're really going through. And sometimes just acknowledging the fact that they're going through something emotionally or perhaps even, you know, if it's about a family member or even what a family member is going through, um, once you actually you know, show that compassion and that real sincerity, it really makes a difference. Um, And it makes you feel good about yourself. I know that I have a daughter who is a social worker. And sometimes when we have these 
conversations, I can feel that compassion and that love, that deep, pure love from her when she's giving me back, you know, the feedback that she feels that I need. And that is probably the most beautiful feeling in the whole world, not only from a daughter, but from a friend, from, you know, a husband, from a, a partner, whoever it is, um, you know, makes you feel a lot better and that you're not alone. Yeah. I, I want to say that, you know, that there's actually a physiological reaction when you uh, are compassionate. There's a direct relationship between the heart and the brain. And when you do uh, an act of kindness or you uh, show compassion, it releases uh, the feel-good hormones, endorphins and oxytocin. And when you do it more and more, it feels better and better. And once you start doing it, I mean, it's, it's a wonderful thing. You're doing it to help people, but you are getting something back in return. I feel that we have to love ourselves unconditionally. We have to accept our own uh, imperfection and forgive ourselves and be compassionate to ourselves and understand that in ourselves before we can be authentically compassionate to others. I've just learned that at 64 years of age, I would say that I've just honestly recognized that a few months ago, believe it or not. Actually, as, as everyone knows on this podcast, is that I'm all about spirituality and always learning how to better myself. And what I have learned over the past year is that when you are going through a tough time yourself, is the time to be more compassionate to others. Because in some way that, like you said, it relieves that feeling of sadness or darkness that you have within yourself, you're actually offering something to someone else, which makes you feel better. So, you know, it's really important that we're always looking outwards to help others and to be understanding to other people's problems or whatever it may be, instead of always looking into ourself and our selfishness really does make a difference because it's almost self-healing when you're reaching out to others in that particular way you would be surprised and if you try it sometimes when you're really under a lot of stress and just thinking about yourself make that effort to help someone else and see where they're coming from and then audit your own feelings and emotions and see how different you feel. And I'm sure you'll feel a lot better when you're doing that. So I have a question. How do you help someone with compassion who you see is suffering maybe because, I mean, they're not physically ill, but they're, they're in mental anguish over something that may have occurred in their life, uh, personal issues or uh, a business uh, issue. How do you make them realize that it's okay for them to forgive themselves and realize that uh, they're, they're putting themselves in this self-inflicted prison. What I do, and, and I actually live, unfortunately, with a situation like that. My husband had business many years ago that um, we decided that needed to be closed. And um, constantly reminding him of you know, what we had and how grateful we should be and to look at what you have now. So I actually know what it feels like to have someone who is suffering um, and is going through a tough time. And a lot of people take for granted 
that everything is status quo, it's never going to change. But tomorrow, or to think about tomorrow, everything can change. So look at what you have within yourself. Okay. Well, there's a fine line there. We can't make anybody do anything. And so your question about how do we uh, make somebody feel differently, as a healer, if I approached my clients with that mentality, I wouldn't get very far. And I'm going to tell you why. Most people, all they need is to feel accepted where they're at. And so all we really need to do is to listen and open our heart to just be there for that person to share whatever it is they want to share. And so that's our compassion. But I have a question on that. The question is, if you see this person who can't get unstuck from not being able to get past uh, let's take an example of business loss, okay, um, that many people can seem to just go on from because maybe this person just can't forgive themselves. By listening to them for, say, 10 years, how does that help them? You have to remind them about how successful that they were in all of the positive Uh, decisions that they made during that time. Let people know that, you know what, you're not alone when it comes to a loss of a business or a loss of a relationship or whatever it may be. Everything will turn around and everything will happen the way it's supposed to happen. And I know it's easily said than done. And you're right, Deborah, you know, you just need to open up your heart and try to listen to what they have to say and to understand. But you also need to let people know that nothing stays the same forever. Yeah, that's huge. That's the one constant in life that I have found. I totally get it that the one constant is that everything changes. We evolve every day. And if we don't, that's what our podcast is about. Uh, not evolving, staying complacent. That aside, I think I get what you said, Deborah, about just listening. I was thinking about what you said. I think your point there was that it could take 10, 20 years, but until that person is ready to open up their heart maybe and say, I've suffered enough, like enough is enough. I forgive myself. It's on their schedule. Is that what you're trying to say? That is part of it. But I have a question for you regarding that example that you gave, is it a problem for that person or is it a problem for you? I see it as uh, a problem for me twofold. I don't like to see anyone unhappy and suffering. That's number one. I never thought I was compassionate. I'm growing to be compassionate. And secondly, I see potential in most people that I'm with. Not, I have to say not in everybody, But when I see great potential, I just go crazy. I think I want to shake them and say, oh, my God, you don't even know what's waiting for you. And so you're right. It's coming from me. But I don't like to see people unhappy. That's the point. So this feeling of it shouldn't be that way is a judgment on your part. Maybe it isn't as much of a problem for that person. Well, we we can't ever know that, can we? It's, it's in their head. Right. And it's not our business. Well, I don't know. Karen, is it our business? On a spiritual level? Absolutely not. Right. Uh, absolutely not. Because everybody has a path in life that they are meant to be on. 
And it doesn't matter what we say, what we do, how much compassion we have. If that's the path that they decide that they're going to stay on, then that's the path that they're going to stay on. We can try to be compassionate. We can say, you know, some wonderful things to them to make them feel better. However, the path that they choose is the path that they'll stay on. Spiritually, you're supposed to live and learn and move on. But most people get stuck. And when you're stuck in a situation, you're only holding back yourself. Every experience in life is here to teach us to be better the next time around. But people don't understand that nothing stays the same. What I find are those people who get stuck are constantly looking in the rearview mirror and they're missing all the opportunities that are right in front of them. It's hard not to get frustrated sometimes, though. When you understand it has nothing to do with you, you're here for your own purpose in life, your own essence in life. And when you realize that whatever path that they decide to take is their path. We're just in this world to dance together, to have fun together, but that's it. We're really here for ourselves and to evolve. On my own journey, I have found that forgiving myself, uh, some things that I've held for years and years or uh, realizing that I'm not perfect because uh, I am definitely a perfectionist, which is good for dentistry, but not good on a personal basis. I seem to have let go of a lot and it's helped me, I believe, progress. So would you say that that is very important on someone's journey? Well, what you experienced was self-compassion in, okay. that, in that scenario. <laughs> So you are being very hard on yourself, obviously, with that particular uh, situation that you're thinking of. But when you finally explored self-compassion, you allowed yourself to not hold on to that so tightly or to let it go or to just let it release. And that's self-compassion. Yeah. I read this amazing book by that I think I'll uh, make sure is in the show notes by Dr. James Doty. It's called Into the Magic Box, and it's all about self-compassion. And he's actually started an institute with the Dalai Lama that's become a worldwide foundation on self-compassion. It's an area that I would never have actually looked at, which I find hard to believe. And it's it's like a, a moment where I would say, oh my God, how could I not have understood how important self-compassion is? You must deal with this, Deborah, a lot in your practice. Yes, I do. And in fact, I wrote about it in my book, The Successful Healer. There's a quote that I put in. Quote is, self-compassion steps in when self-esteem lets us down. I think a lot of people are afraid to be vulnerable and show their authentic self. And because they uh, may be lacking uh, self-esteem, they make sure that their physicality is exceptional if they can, so that people will accept them. To afraid, being afraid to expose themselves, thinking people won't like them. But it's, uh, it's what we go through. It's how we evolve and how we grow as people. 
And I don't want people to have to wait till 64 to realize this. <laughs> That's why we're talking about it today. <laughs> yeah, it's just so important. You hit the nail on the head, though. Self-compassion is self-acceptance as well. Yeah. So many people have so much lack in their life that they don't understand that they don't have self-compassion, that they don't love themselves. And it's very sad when, again, you know, you're, you're having that conversation over and over and over and over with someone, how, you know, they, they really don't understand, nor do they really love themselves. And that alone is very heartbreaking, because when you realize that it's all about compassion for yourself and compassion for others. And usually it's those individuals who don't love themselves that don't have compassion for others. That's another conversation altogether because you may have someone in your own family or your own loved one that you think that doesn't have compassion for you, but it's really that they don't have compassion for themselves. I so agree. I, I read this uh, in a book, and it was it goes like this. There can be no peace in the world without you having peace within yourself. And uh, if you look at the world around you now and how disconnected people are, um, I, I think it's more important than ever to have com- self-compassion and uh, start that process uh, globally if we're ever going to evolve. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, give us a five-star review, and share it with your friends. And join us next time for Lunch with a Healer. Now you can share your thoughts with us. Your comments, questions, and suggestions are all welcome. Go to SpeakPipe dot com slash lunch with a healer and record your message. Try it out today. Mm-hmm.